Unable to refute the veracity and impact of his miracles, John 11, 47 to 48 observes the Jewish elite at their wit's end concerning Jesus. They were wringing their hands over how to respond to the threat he posed to their religious authority. They feared that if left unchecked, there would be an avalanche of faith in his messiahship, forcing Rome to upend the fragile arrangement that allowed them to operate with pseudo-autonomy. Then verses 49 and 50 describe how the high priest muscled his way into the panic and ended the discussion, making the case that the only logical solution and best thing for the nation was to kill Jesus. Yeah, you heard that right. The senior faith leader authorized the murder of Jesus as the best response to the situation. It seems there's no limit to the evil we humans have the capacity to authorize ourselves to commit. Even a brief reading of history provides all the confirmation of that we need. And I'm not pointing fingers. I'm including myself in that indictment. No, I've never contemplated causing someone's death. But I have given myself permission to jeopardize the lives of others by setting my own speed limit on the freeway so I could get where I wanted when I wanted. And once, I successfully talked myself into the reasonableness of underreporting my income on my tax return. And that had the downstream effect of making less money available for those dependent on government support to feed their families. I've also been guilty of justifying my disregard for the worth of others on the basis of their appearance. And I could go on, but it's depressing. It's just so easy to convince myself to do what I think is best for me, regardless of the cost to others. Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. There's a little Pharisee inside of me that's quite proficient at excusing my wickedness. And that's exactly why I need Jesus. He's the one who makes possible the fulfillment of Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27, where God promises his people, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. That heart transplant happens once and for all at the moment we place our faith in Christ as Savior. But redirecting our stride and learning to walk in his statutes is a process that requires both time and cooperation with the work of the Holy Spirit. That's what Colossians 2.6 is addressing when it says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. And that's what I want. To more consistently follow in my Savior's footsteps by welcoming the Spirit of God to help me muzzle my Pharisee and conduct myself in a manner that better reflects the Lord I love.